What's going on everybody? Welcome back to the Graveyard. I am the Graveyard Gamer and in today's Graveyard Review we're going to be talking about Assassin's Creed Liberation. Now this game originally came out on the Vita back in 2012. Since then it's been released on the PS3 and Xbox 360. However, I played it as part of the Assassin's Creed 3 Remaster Collection that came out last year on the PS4 and the Xbox One. Well, let's talk about how much I like this handheld game that I didn't have a Vita so I didn't get to play. I finally got to play it. Let's break that down. Story. Aveline is an African-American businesswoman that is also an assassin. She can blend in with the high elite society or she can blend in with the slaves. And she's going to use that to try to find this mysterious company man of the Templars who have a hold of New Orleans. I actually really liked Aveline so much so in fact when I got done playing the game I loaded up Assassin's Creed 4 on the PS3 and I actually played through her special mission that was included in that game. I had never played it before. She's a really cool character. She adds a lot to the series as a whole. And while I won't go into too many story specifics about this game, I will say that the way it's told here is kind of in segments. Being that it was mostly played on a Vita or that's how it was envisioned when it was being created, a lot of things are meant to be able to pick up and play in very short bursts. And that includes the story. They're going to be told these cutscenes are very short. Now what is cool about the story is there are certain things called Citizen E in this game. What happens is at six points in the game you can encounter a certain target you have to take out. When you take them out you actually see a cutscene you've seen before but it's expanded upon. And the idea behind it is there's a hacker who's kind of changing the code of the game that you're playing to show you what really happened so you can see where the Templars are trying to use Abstergo Entertainment to get the regular citizens of the world on their side. It's really cool. It ties in better than anything Assassin's Creed 4 or Rogue tried to do with similar present day stuff they did. But that being said, as is told, the story does kind of leave you a little bit jolted. There's not a full explanation of everything going on. In fact, sometimes the cutscenes are short and then you go into a loading screen and the loading screen has a text block of what happened after. So it's not my favorite way the story is done, but I kind of like it to Assassin's Creed 1 where the story is there but it's not as in-depth as the later series would get. Graphics, to be honest with you, you're going to go from New Orleans, you're going to deal with a plantation house and the bayou. And honestly, I'm kind of impressed with the graphics because they, for the most part, look like a really good PlayStation 3 360 game. Considering this game was built for a handhold, to me, that's pretty good. It's never going to look PS4 or Xbox One quality, but I think it's a pretty good testament to how much time and effort they put into this remaster to make it look really really good. Gameplay wise it takes the combat of that era of Assassin's Creed and executes it very well. The parkour is the same. Gameplay wise it's pretty smooth and it's pretty comparable to the games that released on the consoles around the release of this game as well. Now in the game you're going to be collecting things, there's viewpoints, there's several types of side missions to do and you can partake in an actual business which is shipping goods all around the area which is a lot similar to what they did in Assassin's Creed 4 and in Assassin's Creed Rogue but I found it to be really enjoyable really fun I made a ton of money however I will say I actually didn't spend a lot of that money because this is in most places not a hard game so I didn't really upgrade any of the weapons pouches or anything like that because I never found myself running out of any of the weapons one big gameplay loop you're going to do is you're going to switch between three personas. You're going to be the assassin, you're going to be the you're going to be the elite society member, and you're also going to be the slave. 
And each one allows you to do certain side missions. Each one has more tasks and they have their strengths and weaknesses. For example, the assassin can do all the parkour and the killing and their own side stuff. But you're always going to have that notoriety bar is always going to be at least one bar full. On the other side, the elite society member is always going to be harder to get any notoriety. You can do a lot of running in the game. You can do a lot of things. Nobody's going to look at you funny. However, you can't kill and you can't do parkour. And the slave is a nice mix between the two. Let's talk about fun factor. For me, the biggest takeaway is if I was playing this game on the Vita, I'd probably rank it a lot higher. The short burst of missions and all the things you can do in a short amount of time, I'd probably play it a lot more. I'd probably try to get 100%, and I'd probably appreciate it more. But when you move that over to a console, it's just a different style of game. I still enjoyed it, but I did run into a few issues. My biggest issue was boss fights. And a lot of times, just like in the Assassin's Creed 3 and 4, you would have those different style of enemies that maybe you have to break their defenses twice to leave them open for an attack. Or maybe you have to counter them and disarm them to actually attack them. And in Assassin's Creed 3 and 4, that worked well because it was a nice variety. In the boss fights in this game, a lot of times you find yourself surrounded by the boss and several of those guys, which means you don't have very many windows to hit anybody. Because say you break somebody's defenses while the other guy's attacking you. And since you can't just counter that guy, it becomes you're just constantly getting hit and it takes a lot of the fun out of those boss fights especially when all you have to do is spam the whip and sometimes you can defeat the boss in three moves and be done with it overall for the score i'm going to give it a seven i think it's a very fun game i think you can enjoy it and you can get a good bit of mileage out of the game but at the end of the day it's not going to reach the peak of the rest of the series especially on the console so that being said guys you can find me all over social media at the Graveyard Gamer or the GY Gamer on Twitter. And until next time, I'll be creeping around the graveyard. <laughs>